I'm so bored of digging your trenches. All this time, it was your affection. That's a lesson. Sometimes, you gotta leave that goddamn thing right where you lost it. I don't dig up the living corpses of scene whore kids. I just court them. Ian hates music. We are the scene. And welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. I'm Jackson. Hey Jackson. It's a late night episode that we're hey. doing tonight. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about you? Ah, not too bad. I mean, we're living in a 2017 that's already infinitely better than 2016. You know why? <laughs> How's that, Mr. Ian? There's a brand new from first to last song with oh, Sonny shit, Moore yep. <laughs> already it's just outdone the competition as soon as that got announced I'm not kidding you the first person I thought of was you and I was like holy shit this must be like like it's I wish it wasn't the very beginning of the year because this would probably be your favorite thing of the year if it wasn't <laughs> at the very beginning because you might forget about it later on down you know well maybe we'll get a new album who knows oh we'll, we'll really talk about this in a little in. bit though oh, okay yeah. So how about this, Jackson? We've got a bunch of stuff to go over. It's a late night show. We're already punch drunk. So how about we start this shit off? Let's do it. All right, man. I think it's time to start off with a celebration. Really? (laughs) You know why? Why is that? Trump inauguration, man. No, no, no. <laughs> I was really hoping that you weren't going to do that, and you did. I couldn't help it, man. I have a soundboard. What am I going to do? Not use it? <laughs> I gotcha. So you yes. should have used that for, for first to last song. Then like celebration, hey, oh, well, you from first to last. And then you use it on a Trump inauguration, Ian? Well, this time, this is actually music related. How dare you? No, still. <laughs> it's not? No. <laughs> it's bad music related. You're right. No, that's absolutely true. Yes, <laughs> it is the Trump inauguration on Friday. And normally, look, I don't watch any of the inaugurations. I don't think I've ever bothered with it whatsoever. Same here. I'm still going to continue that. But I'm going to do it also because the music choice, once again, is terrible. Did you see who's playing? I did. Mr. Uh, Toby Keith and Mr. Three Doors Down themselves. <laughs> Mr. Three is, Doors Down. Yeah. Look, I mean, how do you not just make fun of that? There's no joke we can even make. It's all hack because they're terrible. Yeah. And you know what? It's not that I listened to them in the first place, but it definitely assures me to not ever listen to them, knowing that they're opening up for Mr. Donald J. Trump. That just reassures <laughs> me, hey, just in case you ever thought about listening to them and getting into it, look at this. Don't do it. I don't know. I don't care about that. I just know that they make terrible music. That is very true. Though I was kind of worried because we didn't talk about this before the show. I was worried you were going to have some affinity for Three Doors Down the way you do for like Coldplay and shit. No. Fuck off. Well, that's, I mean, I put them in the same category as a Coldplay. No. Yeah, talentless hacks. I don't. You don't? Stop. No. (laughs) 
Copa has talent. What? Ian. The singer has a great voice. They have a great band, Ian. You just don't appreciate Three Doors Down? Is that what... (laughs) No. (laughs) Coldplay. You know what? No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this Coldplay rant. This this has gone on too long. I'm dropping that off in 2016. Okay, all right. Fine. (laughs) How dare you start off the show with Coldplay insults? The question to you then is, will you be watching the inauguration? No. I think that's basically it. I will not either. (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't blown away by the music choices. I was just still somehow surprised. Well, what would you have at your inauguration opening up for you if you can pick two bands? From first to last. And, okay. <laughs> and funeral for a friend. Okay. I could have seen the funeral for a friend, but not a first to last. What? Why not? I don't know. I just know. I, I think I don't remember when it was, but I know I asked you a long time ago. So, Ian, who is your favorite band? Confirmed. And you said funeral friend. And that's the only one I remember. I didn't say funeral friend. I said funeral for a friend. Funeral for a friend, Ian. I'm so sorry. So what's yours? 21 Pilots and Coldplay? Okay. Well, you know what? You answered it for me. I guess I could just not say anything, right? (laughs) Well, do you want to give your fake answer? I gave the real one. Now you can give your (laughs) fake one. My fake answer would be Devil Wars Prada and... Fuck, I don't know. I do know them because every time I see Devil Wars Prada, it's the best show ever, so... True. It's got to be them. They always put on a killer show. So maybe Ice Nine Kills. How about that? Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah, Ice Nine Kills. I wouldn't mind that. You just have the breakdown of as soon as you get sworn in, death to the people. And yeah. Then, bam. <laughs> now I got you. I hear I you. I would like to walk out to the greatest story ever told, little beginning intro. No, that's a good one. Well, hey, we can leave it there then. We both made spectacular choices. Yes. All right. Let's move on to. Hey, maybe you could have had them open for you. Attila <laughs> has finally made a statement about Sean being, I'm guessing, kicked out of the band still. I don't know, man. Allegedly. This is all weird. Yeah. He's either kicked out or he left. Depending on the way Sean put it, he left. Depending on how Attila put it, he got kicked out. I don't think Sean left. Really? I guess, well. Not based on the statement that Attila made. Right, but if you go by what Sean said, it seemed as he left. But he was still saddened by the decision. (sighs) Yeah, you're right. I I mean, I'm sure that is what ended up happening. Because they didn't just dance around it. They were like, they did the typical farewell letter at the beginning where it was like, oh, you know, there was no things, you know, there was no problems, you know, we love him. But then at the end, they just let him have it, like, Oh, we're, our shows are going to be like so much better now. He he didn't put any creative differences anyways. I mean, like they like totally threw him under the bus at the end of the letter. And I was like, what? Yeah. So they said all the nice things. And then they literally said. <laughs> they got it all out of the way. Yeah. All the good stuff. Well, he's our friend, blah, blah, blah. Then it was, however, we as a band take great pride in our live performances and drums are the most essential in capital letters part of the mix and we felt it was time to make a change to improve our rhythm section because we owe it to our fans to be nothing short of the best (laughs) for those who are concerned we promise that we will be better than ever from this day forward and we assure you that our new drummer will handle things just fine sean was never a contributing writer in the band so nothing in caps again 
will change musically, except for the fact that our live performances will be unstoppable. Sincerely, Attila. And then he said this. (laughs) It was weird. It was an audio sample. (laughs) I couldn't, like I read some of the comments of people and I think a lot of them said the exact same thing. So wait a second. So Sean was terrible at drums live. So that's why you got rid of him. Because that's all that screams to me. Yeah, that's definitely the way they made it put it. But if there's any problem with Attila, it's not the drums. Oh. Never never do I listen to Attila. And I'm like, man, this band would be so much better if they just they just got the drumming right. That's that's the only issue. No, it's it has nothing to do with the drummer. I think it was really more of a mutual thing. Attila statement says otherwise, but I think personally it was more of a mutual thing. And I guarantee you even Sean read that letter and was like, what the fuck? Yeah, probably. I think it was that kind of thing. Like, whoa, you guys really didn't do this the right way. Eh, it's possible. From his statement, his original statement, which we went over on the show before, so I'm not going to read it aloud or anything. And then the second half of Attila's, it seems to me that they wanted to get rid of Sean, and they did. And then maybe they only said it's because of the live performance, but it was something else that they had an issue with, in my opinion. I don't think there was anything mutual. Mm. That's just my opinion, based on the two statements. Well, it is true, because they've been a band for so long. This, I mean, a lot of people don't think this, because they kind of just started blowing up, but, I mean, they've been around since probably like 2005. If they had a problem with the live performances, that would have been something they fixed a really long time a really ago. Long Sean's time been with ago. them since the get-go. Exactly. And that's my whole thing. Is sure, if he was a brand new drummer and he wasn't cutting it live, then sure. But I just don't see that being the real reason. But who fuck knows? I mean, it happened. He's gone. Now they have a new guy. If their live shows improve, which I'm, you know, from what I've heard from people, allegedly, Franz is the one that's normally fucking up live. So, yeah, I don't know. I will admit I uh and you're going to you're going to like this but Ooh. I do admit that I uh may or may not have gone back to chaos. I knew you liked that album. To the album. I, no 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 no. Whoa, you love whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're all about <laughs> you it. You jumped the gun Ian Gunn. <laughs> you jumped it. Hold on. I said I revisited the album. I didn't say I liked it. Okay. But they passed my mind with the whole Sean thing and I was like, "Let me hear Chaos again. I I just I just want to see what I missed." And still, Let's Get Abducted is an amazing fucking song. I will give them that. That's it. I think they kind of gave you something. I think they kind of gave you a wake-up call. This is your wake-up call! Get it together, let's go! (laughs) Oh, man. You know, you actually really got me on that one. Thank you, I usually understand, well, not understand, but I usually sense when the bites are coming in. (laughs) <laughs> but this time I didn't. So good job. You slid me a good one. Don't do it again. Oh, it's going to be forever, man. Forever. Forever. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Wow. That was the one you went to? I went to a Sandlot reference. You went to that? Yep. Well, then, yes, we should move on then. I know it annoys you, so I will do it. If there's anything that annoys you, expect me to do it, just like you do the same to me. <laughs> So, I have a question before we move on. What's up, buddy? Did you spend, since last episode, every day 
just picking different Attila sound bites. Looking forward to this moment. I actually have some new ones that aren't Attila. And I'm just waiting for you to say the right thing. See, that's the, that's the fun part for me is I never know when you're going to say something that I'm going to press that button for a new thing. Is that what it's like being captain of the podcast? It it's is. It's not just a talking part. You also are, you know, listening for certain things to just cue something. I'm producing. I'm mixing. I'm recording. It's like a game. Yeah, a tough game. <laughs> I'm trying to make it entertaining for people, but then also make the jokes that I want to. Piss off Jackson. Yes, for sure. Right. Absolutely. That's the easy part, though, right? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right, man. Take us to the next band that has someone who doesn't know why they were kicked out. Yeah, so this is a weird one. Mr. Joey Jordison of Slipknot. He got kicked out. That's the word. Yes. He did. He didn't choose to leave, but right. there is no reason, or at least not that we know of, or even he knows of. He said in a statement saying all he knows is that he was in the hospital. They came, and next thing you know, he exited. He was exited was the words he used. I don't know what the fuck that means, well, but they kicked him out, and he has no idea why. It's even worse than that. He had the condition... As a lot of people know, it's called acute transverse myotisis or myelitis. I don't know. I'm so you terrible with that. I was going to say it. I didn't even want to fuck with it. I was like, I'm not going to say that word. Myelitis. I want to say I'm probably stupid. My apologies. I don't know. Plus, like I said, You're we're, not stupid. we're doing this late at night too. So I'm going to fuck up some words. <laughs> I don't know what that one is, but apparently it's such a issue that he was unable to play the drums for a while so while he was in the hospital it wasn't that they as in Slipknot came to see him apparently only one member of the band came to see him and he doesn't mention who it was this is a big band here <laughs> so yeah. for only one to go visit <laughs> yeah that's not really good odds there no. of, yeah so and then apparently I guess management fired him allegedly or something like that. The band didn't even really even talk to him. And I'm sure he had to sign something and maybe he got a lot of money, hopefully, to, you know, to be quiet about it because he's not going into real details. He's only discussing a few things because he's got his new band, Vimic, V I M I C, and he's just barely talking about things. But he needed to tell all of the Slipknot fans that he would never, ever quit Slipknot, that it wasn't his choice. And he just had to make that known to everybody. So right there, you know, there's something something shady had to have been going on. And I don't know if his relationship was frailed already, like if it was fraying or something. But to have most of the band not come and see you when you're in the hospital and then to fire you from the band you've been with since the very beginning, I, it's very strange. It's really fucked up. And has Slipknot even made a statement themselves? Or was this just straight from Joey's mouth? Like, that's all we know about it. Nothing else that I've seen. And I guess they don't have to either. They don't have to talk about anything they don't want to. I mean, they're that huge, right? So. But it makes them that. It just makes the situation look even that much worse. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. So you're, even if you don't like the guy, you know, and you kick him out of your band when, you know, you would think he's in the hospital you guys used to be a thing. You go and you visit them. So for them not to visit, kick him out, and then not even make a statement as if he was nothing to them. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, for sure. So that's what makes it more shitty looking. And it's, I mean, it's really messed up. That's not cool. Yeah, I don't know if there was anything else in the backstory or something, but at least for that, that's all we know. That's it. So we'll have to see. But man, I remember I've seen him do some amazing things on the drums. I remember seeing Slipknot and him playing upside down while having his drum set spiral above oh, the crowd. Shit. Like it's I've nuts. I've never seen Slipknot. Oh, dude, seriously, if you ever have a chance to see Slipknot, you have to see them live. That's a must see. Yeah, I've seen him like I want to say seven times, probably somewhere oh, around there. Yeah, and every time they're amazing. Wow. And they pull off the songs live really, really well, too. Corey's voice is awesome. Everyone's technically sound as well. Yeah, it's just a really great show. But I remember him doing amazing stuff. So I was always disappointed when I heard they kicked him out of the band. And then especially not to know why as well. So I'll tell you what, I just noticed this. That's two drummers that got kicked out for reasons we don't know. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Man, they're fucking bands treating their drummers like shit lately what's going on it sucks because there's some really fucking great drummers out there too drummers are really talented man no shit sir no shit Ah! (laughs) (laughs) oh man moving on to a band i guess that's gaining a member back oh you skipped one oh shit i thought you were doing a mirror no that's really funny no people so i (laughs) I hate this band so much that I skipped the news story. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I literally did not even see it. <laughs> Announce, look at yourself, coming out March 3rd on Sharp Tone Records. And really the only thing I have... Look, we are an honest show, as we talk about all the time. So, of course, we're going to tell you when even bad bands have albums coming out. We want to show you how bad they are. So... <laughs> On March 3rd, you're going to see how bad Immer is, and then you'll be able to agree with us, and it'll be great. But the reason why I'm happy is there's no single that we have to talk about. They just announced when the album was coming out. You know what I was really surprised to hear? What's that? I was listening to part two of the anniversary episode, and you were talking about Amir. And Craig actually said that he doesn't mind Amir and that he actually likes listening to them every once in a while. It's one Ah, of the reasons why our relationship got frayed. (laughs) (laughs) That is literally, and I'm not kidding you, that might be the first person I've ever heard say they enjoy Amir. Same here. It doesn't make any sense to me. When I heard that, I was like, wait, what? I I swear I might have been like falling asleep or something listening to the episode. (laughs) Well, that's not a good thing. Well, I was in the hospital and I was listening true, to true. it, just waiting. And then, like, I was like zoning out. And then I was just like, wait, what the fuck? What was that? But you have to take what Craig says with a grain of salt sometimes, too, because even though he does know music and like he's good on the show and all that kind of stuff, he thinks that every trick in the book by Einstein Kills is a shitty album. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Then that totally just. It negates everything that he says. Yes, yeah. that's the word. It negates everything exactly. that he said. You know what? I I understand now. <laughs> it's not a surprise anymore. If I knew that before I heard what he said about Amir, I'd be like, oh, well, yeah, no shit, of course. Yeah, like I like having Craig on the show and stuff. Like it was fun to bring him back and we did that whole back and forth. Like that was a lot of fun. But that's why I can take something like him saying Amir and just like laugh it off because he also is just getting into Bring Me the Horizon as well. So, oh, no. oh yeah, yep, I did hear that actually. Yeah, he was talking so. about going back and 
seeing the the orchestra and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But that's that why the show's talk, fun. The it was cool having him back. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, I thought it was fun too. I liked how you know. Look, now I'm just patting myself on the back. I enjoyed. I enjoyed that I made it seem like we were doing the show again together. Yeah, and no, did the intro. Really cool. Yeah, I thought that worked out pretty well. So I was happy about that, and I was happy Craig could come back because it is fun talking music with Craig. You know, but then when he said something like, "Oh, a mirror's not that bad," or "I like listening to a mirror," I'm just like, "Oh no, oh no, oh no, <laughs> not again." <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. You're very welcome. All right, now that we're done with that trash. <laughs> Wait, wait, Amir or Craig? Come on, Ian. No, not Craig. I would never <laughs> say that. How dare you? Now you're going to get this. No. Okay. I'll stop now. I'm sorry, Ian. It's Jackson punishment buttons on here. <laughs> I disrespected you on live, on live set. I can't do that. It's all right. It's all right, buddy. So now we move on to a band bringing a member back, it seems. Oh, shit. And that's Thy Art is Murder. If people remember, in 2015, I believe, CJ left the band, citing that he didn't have any money and he was getting married. And even though he worked very hard in the band and all this other stuff, there was just no money in it and he had to leave. It seems like he's back, though. And yep. In his statement, I guess they're doing festivals in the UK and stuff. And in his statement, he was like, he was like, yeah, I, I was a drug <laughs> addict and I didn't have any money and I was getting married. I don't remember him mentioning the drugs before. He did not. Right. Because okay. then, you know, that would totally negate everything he said about, hey, I don't have money. And it's like, well, you there know, you maybe go. you're spending a little too much on your drugs there, sir. Exactly. So now it seems like maybe he's good. And he's able to go out and, you know, bring back the old school music. So good for him. He had to get hitched to realize that drugs are not good. Hopefully. But that's good, though. Yeah. He has, dude, I mean, to me, the strongest part of that artist murder is CJ's vocals. I mean, he's got some powerful pipes. I mean, and that's a pretty big band, too. So oh, yeah. whenever he said the whole, there's not that much money in it, I understand musicians, especially in our scene, are underpaid. But... You know, for the vocalist of my artist murder to say I don't make enough money, you know, to live is like, whoa, wait a second. You know, that's a little off-putting. Oh, sure. And I mean, now hopefully, you know, hopefully there's some money in his comeback and hopefully he's kicked his issues that he talked about and he's got good habits and they can start playing some stuff. Because there's really no official confirmation that everything's going through for sure. But if he's back to play some festivals and everyone's happy with his decision, then all the best for him then, right? Yep, and hopefully it comes back with a kick-ass album. For sure. So last bit of news here, Jackson, is it looks like Smashing Pumpkins might finally be reuniting for a tour or an album or whatnot. They haven't really spoken completely about it. I would imagine festival dates, maybe. You know, like the big-time festivals. Most likely. But it's cool. You know, I it took them a long time to get over their shit, and they probably need... A little bit more time before they should go <laughs> full tour and album and stuff but to get yeah. darcy and eha and jimmy Chamberlain, you know to get everyone back together with corgan would be pretty cool if they can pull it off and it seems like everyone's at least in a place where they've forgiven each other and they're willing to talk about things so i wouldn't get my hopes up but corgan's very good at making money 
<laughs> yeah. He's and, been a busy man. Yeah, I mean, especially I don't think he ended up losing anything from that TNA deal that he was doing. Mm-hmm. I think he ended up getting his money back. But if he lost some money, then he's definitely going to want a tour because this tour would bring in a ton of money. Oh, for sure. Smashing Pumpkins is huge, and especially with a reunion lineup. And just like you said, Corgan's really good at making money. So whatever he does, even if it wasn't a full reunion, if he just got one member from Mm -hmm. Smashing Pumpkins and they went around playing their songs, he would bring in a lot of money. And I've seen Smashing Pumpkins without, at least without Darcy, and it was good, but there was still something kind of missing. You know, it never felt completely real and they played more of their new stuff than compared to the old stuff. Mm. And then also, I went to see Billy Corgan live by himself. And he was awesome. He played for like an hour and a half. But guess what? Chicken butt. (laughs) (laughs) What year is this? It's 2017. (laughs) I like that you were like about to say something and then you had to think about it like, wait, he just really said that? (laughs) Yep. But the whole thing was he literally played nothing from the Smashing Pumpkins. Really? An hour and a half show. And that's great for him. I mean, he has all that solo work and everything. But you think he'd throw in a disarm or something, you know? Yeah, it'd be cool for the fans, you know? But no, 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 no. That's not how Corgan works. So that's why (laughs) if he gets the original lineup back together, most likely you'll get that tour with some amazing old songs that you really want to hear. And really, that's the only way you're going to hear them. Gotcha. I'll tell you what, if they come to Dallas, I'd really like to see them. I've never, to be honest with you, I've never seen really any old bands. Like no big Sabbath, bands. no Ozzy. No. Oh, wow, man. They like, put on I've some never kick-ass seen shows. Any huge bands in general. Like who? Like what are you talking about? Like whenever, let's say you put up a top 10 list of bands in the last 25 years, I've probably never seen any of them. You know, like Metallica, then Sevenfold, Slipknot, uh, you know, all that kind of, like rock kind of, you know? I've never seen any of them. Wow. Maybe you shouldn't I, be on the show. Okay, thank you very <laughs> much, Ian. <laughs> no, I know you go to a lot of shows. I'm just very surprised that you haven't seen any of those bands. Yeah, no, me too. And And I grew up listening the shit out of them. Like, it's not that I never listened to them, I just never... Saw them live. I mean, my first live show ever that I went to was at about 15, and it was South by So What. And ever since then, I've been just seeing, you know, local shows and metalcore shows. Right. You know, like, you know, our scene sure. kind of shows. But I've never went to go see a big band. It's it's never happened. And I've always wanted to as well. I mean, you know, they're pricey, and at yes. the same time, I was, I was young, so I would have had to, you know, rack in some money that I don't have. So <laughs> Some of them won't be worth it. Because now you've waited too long. Oh yeah, I agree with that. But there still are some. To be honest, even if I had the opportunity now, like what you just said, I probably wouldn't. Right. Because I don't find it would be worth it, as it would have been worth it to do it five or ten years ago. Exactly. I don't know. I'm sure as some more bigger bands, you know, start talking about tours and stuff, we'll talk about it, and I'll have my recommendations based on who I've seen. But we can definitely go over that for sure. Well, thank you, Ian. That's very sweet of you. No problem, Look man. Look at you, starting off 2017 as a sweetheart. I, I want to save you some money, you know? <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. Don't go see Amir. Right? Oh, thank you, Ian. Man, <laughs> you really saved me on that one. I was just about to see them. Oh, by the way, I actually just found out today 
that I'm going to be seeing Falling in Reverse, Motionless, and White and Issues tomorrow. Woo! Yeah. You'll be able to give your review, and then at the end of the month, I'll be able to give my review. Yes, sir. Very this nice. This was very short notice. I did not plan on going. Well, I can tell because you didn't mention anything <laughs> before. So, all right. Interesting. Yeah. All right. We're going to have a lot to talk this, about. The Messengers Tour. Ah, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So we'll get to hear some good stuff then. Hopefully. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's go on to new songs. Aw, shit. Oh, shit, Jackson. (laughs) The biggest news to hit the scene in 2017 and maybe 2016. I knew you were going to say that. But you know what? I'm going to count Matt Good coming on Ian Hates Music in 2016 as the biggest thing to hit the scene. (laughs) To hit the scene? Damn straight. We are the scene. We are. I want to drop for that. We are the scene. Something really (laughs) cool. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We can make it a slogan. I like that. Ian Hates Music. We are the scene. Oh, shit. I Damn. Like it. You okay, got like goosebumps okay. there, didn't you? Yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> like I said, people, we are a little punch drunk. It is very late. Yeah. Late nights, we get corny. Very true. So, the news that everyone saw that I was passing around that Matt Good tweeted to me about, by the way, just, you know, throwing that out there a little bit. <laughs> just, just a little. Yeah, just know, a little, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no biggie. No, yeah. Old friends, you know. <laughs> But Matt tweeted me and let me know that there was new from first to last. And this apparently is the track that we spoke about in 2016 where we were like, yeah, it's the one because remember when there was that weird video of possibly (laughs) Sonny singing to a track that sounded like the old track, but then it said Snapchat. Right. We didn't even see that it even looked like Sonny. We just saw like a really blurry it looked like it was recorded from a toaster kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. That is this track because this track mentions Snapchat. Oh, cool. I so, never, never would have known that. So this track is called Make War, and it does have Sonny Moore on vocals. I find it still very difficult to call him Skrillex, but I guess that <laughs> is technically his band. So you would say this is Skrillex. And it was so funny to read the announcements from especially publications that don't understand what the difference between rock music is and scene stuff. Because I saw some headlines saying, Skrillex went back to his old punk band. (laughs) I was like, what? Oh, man. So it was kind of funny to see the scene completely react. I was a little bit, not weirded out, but I was a little bit surprised that people were so crazy about this track when they didn't do this for when Dead Trees came out. Right. But I guess a lot of people really did completely fall off from first to last when Sonny left. That's what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it would have got this same reception if Sonny wasn't on the track. Yeah, I really don't think it would have. I absolutely don't. And that's kind of a shame because I am such a huge Matt Good fan and mm-hmm. I never stopped following the band. And look, we're going to play a little bit of the track and we're getting into it. I don't mean to jump on people about this kind of stuff, but did you see online how many people were like, oh, my inner 15-year-old is screaming, or oh, my inner emo kid is so happy. So many people said the exact same thing, 
that was 88% of every tweet Seriously. or mention was, right? say, yeah. was, that was saying, oh, man, the old me would be dying right now. But let me ask you this, though, Jackson. Is it wrong to just like good music? Now? Yeah. At whatever age? Yeah, whatever age. And also, I'm pretty sure in my life, I'm not sure I've gone a day without listening to something from first to last. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure since I listen to music nonstop, I don't think I've gone a day without hearing Alisana or From First to Last, maybe sometimes Funeral for a Friend, but I never stop listening to the music that I love. So why is everyone like, oh, you know, I love this music back then, now I don't, but because Sonny's back on this track, now I'm going to listen and I love it? Right, it's a little biased, a little weird. That's what I thought anyways, but maybe I'm being too pessimistic. I'm not trying to. I'm really no. glad I'm really glad they're getting attention. Oh yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't expect this much attention to that song. Oh no, this is huge and it was dropped so surprisingly too. Oh yeah, out yeah. of nowhere. On Sonny's birthday, I believe. Yep. So they were just like, Hey, here's a new fucking track. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Freak he didn't out even everyone. Make, like an announcement about yeah. it or a big deal or nothing. He just said, Here it is. Yeah. With a Spotify link. And then like the next day you put an iTunes link and that was it. Yep. And actually, before we go on talking about this, how about we listen to a little bit? Let's do it. I want to give everyone like an extra little taste, even though I'm sure everyone's probably heard it tons and tons of times by now. Over and over and over, because I fucking did. I like being a show that opens up people to new music, but if you didn't hear that there was a new from first to last track, <laughs> I don't know what's going on what in your life. Wrong? Yeah, but no, same same as you just said. Literally, I just played the song on repeat probably 50 times at least when it came out. Because I Man. dissected the entire thing. It's a really good song. This isn't just cool that Sonny's back and that they released a new song. No, no, no. This is the fact that he's back. They made a new song. And it's really fucking good. Yeah, it's a really good track. I mean, it's got the crazy lyrics that From First to Last can often have. Yeah. So I like that for one. Also, Derek's back on drums. And that's some fucking kick-ass drumming right there. I was about to tell you the drumming was really great on this song, right? Like towards the end of the chorus. Oh, yeah. It was like, the whole fucking It's so sick. And let me check on something, too. I'm going to go and play the scream parts at the end. All right? Okay. feel so gone from your smile to your core. I was 
All right, just want to play a piece of that. So that's Travis, right? That's not. Yeah, that's not Sonny. Sonny can't do that with his so. voice anymore, right? I was about to tell you, I don't think he's capable of that anymore. Yeah. I mean, maybe he could try, but I don't think he's comfortable with that. You know, maybe he does it in another track coming out right. soon after some practice, but I don't think first track he did that. No, I think that's Travis, and also I don't think that's Matt, because normally I know Matt's scream. I don't think that's Matt. No. Yeah, so I think it has to be Travis, which is great. I'm completely fine with that. I think he does. I think Travis always does a good job. Yeah, yeah. Look, I would say from this, now I love this whole track. I'm not exactly sure if Sonny's back for the entire new album that they're going to be doing. Man, I really wish. I, I hope he does. I hope so too, but look, I'm a huge fan of Matt, so I don't mind if Matt's doing the whole album, I'm completely fine with that. I think this gets them attention and I think this gets mm-hmm. them out there more again, but I don't need it personally. I just have a feeling that since they release this track, that there might not be anything else coming. I mean, I hope there is more stuff coming, but then again, I don't want to get my hopes up because something in the back of my head is like this is all you're getting, man. And if they do release more stuff, it is not soon. But yeah, and that's you never know anymore, though. <laughs> you never know. Exactly. We didn't expect the track to begin with. Exactly. So you never really know. I was impressed too by the amount of bands that lost their minds as well. Oh, yeah. Capsize was a huge one because they're still talking about it. There were huge bands in the scene just talking about how this makes their life like they couldn't believe it. Sonny's back. So that was pretty interesting to see because they were never like that when Dead Trees came out. Nope. But hey, at least he's back and at least we got a new track and everyone is going to be celebrating this for a very long time. I think so too. And the only downside, I guess, is that did you see the album cover ripoff story yeah but who gives a shit i really? don't i don't either <laughs> i got i love that peach with the barbed wire thing i don't know because there's a peach with a chain link like a fence, fence thing like i don't know i it, whatever skrillex said seems weird for me to say that but skrillex on his twitter put out a whole post saying look we didn't rip anything off it's accidental at least culture abuse will get people to listen to their stuff now yeah, for real. Yeah, if anything, like anything, it's extra publicity for them. Like millions and millions of people because, you know, Skrillex has millions of people following him on Twitter. Yeah, I'm sure from first to last and Sunny, Moore, you know, I, I'm, I refuse to say Skrillex. I'm sorry. It's it's weird. <laughs> I'm it's sure very Sunny Moore just wiped his ass. That's whatever the fuck they told him about the damn album cover ripoff. I guarantee you that Sunny Moore or anybody from first to last needed to rip another, you know, cover. With their new song. I'm sure it was not intentional. I agree. I It just doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? Yeah. So yeah, we got a new From First to Last track. I mean, I love it. You love it. The scene loves it. So what it's else can amazing. you say? Exactly. So, speaking of new songs, we also have For the Old Fashion releases new video for the song Black and White. It is a pretty cool video. I really like, you know, the whole white, but you know... I don't really know how to say it, but like the whole aesthetic that it gives, you know, the vibes that they set in the video is really cool. Mm-hmm. The song is very strong. I mean, I really, really like the song a lot. Well, it, I mean, from start to end, you know, it's got its soft parts, but whenever he does his screams, mm-hmm. it is not just your basic metalcore type of scream, you know, and he extends it for a long period of time. And it's just like, oh, shit. It kind of gives you that like 
the old metalcore vibe whenever you listen to this song. Sure. I don't know if you do too. No, I like this. I like this too. And just some background. So this is John Langson's, I think is how you say his last name. This is his new band. Uh, he was in My Children, My Bride. And they released an EP called Grateful. So the reason why we're covering this is not just because of the music video. Normally we don't do that if we've already talked about an EP or an mm -hmm. album. But we actually lost this one in the shuffle. And I'm going to talk about another band later on that the same thing happened. You know, sometimes things are going on. Sometimes we miss something. You know, it's very hard to cover every single thing that comes out in the scene. So yep. we saw this and we were able to go back. That EP, Grateful, is really, really good. I actually haven't heard it, so I cannot wait to get to it. I just heard this track. Oh, no, the rest of the stuff's good, too. So let's just play a little bit of Black and White, which is a single which has the video as well. And then people can kind of judge for themselves. They put a lot into each one of these tracks because they're also adding it's metalcore with like EDM stuff and hardcore. Mm -hmm. But what I really like about it is the mix of all the different vocals. And it kind of has that drop dead gorgeous kind of feel to it, too, with the weird, crazy haunting lyrics. A little bit mm -hmm. like that band, that deathcore band we talked about early in 2016 or later in 2016, Altered Perceptions. Mm, yeah. But this is more, instead of more on the deathcore side, it's more on the metalcore side. So it's a little right. bit softer. But you heard there, you hear the machine gun type drumming and the breakdown and the growls and everything. I think it's it works. so brutal. Yeah, it works really well. You should definitely give the rest of this EP a listen because I was very sad that we missed this. This is a good one. Yeah, and it's a good sized EP too. I think it has like eight songs on it. Yeah. It's good shit. So fucking brutal. <laughs> when I hear that song, that's like the only word. It's just like, damn. No, no. They got their shit together. It's fun. It's fun for yep. sure. So yeah, definitely check out Black and White. And then the EP from For the Old Fashioned is called Grateful. Boom. Jam it. Now let's go on to our last new song of the day. North Lane put out a brand new track, Intuition, when they were playing a metal fest. And I don't have any information for a new album, though. So no. I'm not sure if I missed that. Did I? 
Um, yeah, I was, so I checked their Twitter to see if, you know, there was any album releases or nothing like that, any dates. But no, you know, no pre-order bundles or anything like that. So it was just a song. Okay. Well, let's take a listen. tell you what <laughs> Uh-oh. i uh i like the track probably more than any north lane song sure. besides rot gotcha but north lane i don't know what it is i can't really i can't really get into them i don't know why they're a good band and the song is solid to me but i can't catch myself listening to them or even this song over and over but this song if let's say they do uh one of these days release a new you know any information on a new album, mm-hmm. I would still look forward to it based on this track because maybe this will be the one that gets me. Right. But to me, this isn't enough to sell me. You know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. And I have a similar problem, actually, which is kind of funny. I think North Lane's very talented, but for some reason, mm-hmm. I listen to all their stuff, but it's something I never really go back to. Yep, same here. And I will listen to it over and over because... You ever get that band or that song where he's like, man, I want to like them, but I just can't yeah. no, keep I, listening to them. I to think me, this that's goes North on Lane. That, right. I think this goes on that list for sure. If they do announce a new album or something, we'll be talking about the singles. We'll talk about the album and everything. And maybe this will get me. But yeah, normally it's the same thing for me too. But I like the track. Yeah, yeah no, it's a good track. I like it. Yeah, so check it out. North Lane, Intuition. Boom. All right, Jackson. Time to talk about tours. So next week's show, I will have a review of, in her own words, JT Woodruff and Hazing. They're doing an acoustic tour that I'm going to see on Sunday. So I'll have that. Jackson, you've got a show you just mentioned? Yes, sir. I will be going to the End Is Here tour. Falling in reverse, issues, motionless and white, and danger, kids. There you go. And then we're just going to read some of the newer tours that were announced recently. So we already talked about Alisana doing their West Coast tour with For the Win versus Charlatan and Vesta Collide, who we'll talk about a little bit later as well. Norma Jean, they're doing their Polar Similar tour with He is Legend, Capsize, and Comrades, though they're mostly on the West Coast as well. Then you've got Bayside and Say Anything, doing a co-headlining tour with Reggie and the Full Effect. Real Friends is going out with Tiny Moving Parts, and Broadside. And I am getting my tickets for that this week. And then mm-hmm. lastly, you've got Four Year Strong doing the Rise or Die Trying 10-year anniversary tour. So you got plenty of people that you can get tickets for because there's a ton of amazing shows going around the country. Yep. And we're just getting started. And actually, on top of this, I did see Ooh. a tweet just before the show from Ice Nine Kills saying that they're going to be announcing a tour this week. Yes, I saw that as well. I thought maybe that they had announced it while we were doing the show, and you had the information. (laughs) (laughs) 
we shall have that information next week, hopefully, then. And I hope they skip you. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What no. a terrible thing to say. I would sacrifice Dallas for you to see Aww. them because I understand your love for Ice Nine Kills. And just a little breaking the fourth wall here so everyone knows Deadpool. Ian has a Ice Nine Kills, every trick in the book banner right behind him when we do the show. I do. Yes. So <laughs> big fan here. All right, Jackson. So is it now time for our favorite part of the show? Ian, it is now time for our favorite part of the show. Sweet. Let's get to reviews. Ooh, so smooth. <laughs> Damn straight. All right, so let's start this one off right. We're doing Code Orange Forever on Roadrunner Records. The rest of these bands are all going to be foreigners. So we're going to stick with good old US of A first off. Jackson, what did you think of the hardcore metalcore with a bit of new metal sprinkled in band Code Orange? First of all, I'm going to start by saying a very bold statement. Are you ready for this? Do it. Yeah. I think I can make a case that I enjoy the album review song intro, the little transition song we play, more than all the albums we're about to review. This is real now! (laughs) Is that Knocked Loose? No, dude, that's from Code Orange. Oh my god, I'm such a fool. I took that directly from Code Orange. (laughs) From the song Real, actually. Well, Uh here, I do not agree with your statement. I think it's a ridiculous fucking statement. But we will get to why that's a ridiculous statement after Code Orange. All right? Yes. Ian, Code Orange, the album Forever was, I'm going to say it was a good album. Yes. Was it my cup of tea? No. No. There we go. Okay. Now, look, I'm going to let you know that I don't disagree with you. I think there was a lot of hype on this album because they're very talented. A lot. A lot of hype. And I think that, unfortunately, as much as I want to see, that's the thing. I went into this really wanting to love this album. Yep. Especially since it was the highlight of the reviews that we were giving this week. You know, we really wanted to dive into this one, especially. The other three bands, barely anyone knows. Yeah, so I've this never is them. yeah, this is the big highlight right now. So I completely agree with you. Here's my here's my issue. I was completely fine with them with the actual hardcore shit that they're doing. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I also really enjoyed the bleeding and the blur, the one where Reba's doing most of the singing. It sounds like a dark smashing pumpkins. That's what we talked about like right, last the week. Grunge kind of song. Yeah, I like that, and I liked forever. I thought that was a very good intro track to this album. But then I literally went through every single song and I wrote down stuff for it. Did you notice how many tempo shifts that they had in this album where they would be playing a chug and then stop? Like it just would cut like you had gotten a bootleg copy. And it yeah. just cut and it would (laughs) go to some... buffering. Yeah, and it would go to some weird ambient sound. And it would do that for like 20 seconds and then would it come back in to the song and they did that like i want to say like five times 
in an album of 11 tracks where some of them are only two minutes long. Right, yeah. The total album time was probably no more than 35 minutes. Yeah, so And you have those some cuts. I mean, there was just so many times in the album where I just got lost and I didn't know what was going on. It was like <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, wait, what? Whoa, what? <laughs> Is this still the same album? It was just really a weird album. But it wasn't bad because it was interesting. You know what I mean? True. Yes, it was interesting. But what I'm interested more in is if you go see Code Orange live and they play one of these tracks where they literally just stop, what does the crowd do? <laughs> like, did they did they make the tracks to make fun of the people that they were playing for? We'll know who knows this album and who doesn't based on who continues <laughs> to, like... Who continues to rock out. Yeah. Who just pauses everything. Yeah. Let me play real track three just at the beginning and people can see exactly what we're talking about. See what I mean, everyone? It it's starts off insane. awesome. Like you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is what I want. And then er, let's put the brakes on that. <laughs> it was just very strange. But when they, ah, it's, it's hard to say. When they do what they're good at, it's great. But then they do these other things. And then also, you know, look, lyrically, Code Orange aren't the most, per- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not like that album that we're not going to talk about. But Should that be an actual lead-in to a song anymore? It's 2017. No, not now. Maybe it's nitpicking a little bit, but there's a part where they say Code Orange forever multiple times. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Like It's a little I, off. It's yeah. off-putting. It's it's one of those things where when you hear it's like, man, did you really need that? And And trust me, when you're listening to an album like this, the last thing you focus on is the lyrics. Right. You know, albums like this are supposed to be just a fun listen. Well, some you can't even understand. But, so, that's yeah. Awesome. And, then, and then when you make it that blatant, you know, to hear that, though, it's like, well, oh, come on, man. You know, I agree. It's a little, I mean, I, I want to even go as far as saying childish. Possibly, possibly. I think people should give this a listen. But that's the kind of thing I think if there weren't those tempo shifts and I'm not talking about slowing things down and doing an awesome chuggy breakdown like i'm always a fan of that that's not what i mean i mean you're gonna literally listen to a track and be like okay well this is rocking i'm getting into this and then they just halt it and that i don't understand that doesn't make much sense to me and some bands can pull it off but they just did it completely wrong because let's say you go to um found in faraway places the album by august burns red Mm mm-hmm they do that sort of thing too, where yes. their songs are very hardcore, but they do have very totally different from the song sounding 
instrumentals. Like, you know, it's a different vibe every single song, and they'll completely stop everything they're doing to play one of those kind of, you know, ambient things. Right. But they make it work. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. was like, it's one of those things where it's like, wait, what? You know? Yeah, I was just a little taken aback by it. And look, maybe that's the new trend and they're starting something new. I don't know. I, I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, I really hope not. But yeah, I think people should still listen to it because there are some gems in there. There really are. And you should give it a listen. But I think they shine a lot more when they're doing either the really heavy breakdowns or they're doing the stuff where Reba's singing and it's like a haunting type track. I like that a lot. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. That's Code Orange forever on Roadrunner Records. All right, man. So I'm going to save the best for last. So let's go on to Malcolm Rivers with Carmageddon. This is unsigned. So this is a, I would say, metalcore band. They're from Germany. So like I said, Mm -hmm. we're starting the rest of the three bands here are foreign bands. So I had never heard of this band before. For anyone that thinks that Malcolm Rivers, that that name sounds familiar, it's because it's the lead character in the movie Identity. Hmm. Remember that one with John Cusack and Ray Liotta? Yeah, but it didn't sound familiar to me. But now that you say it, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's from. So I think there's a concept to this album. It's not the same concept of Identity, but it's something to deal with loss and like tragic events and that kind of thing. But I like this album. I've never heard of them before. They have other music from the past, but this is their full length. It's very driving guitars. It has the the back and forth between the clean and unclean vocals. I don't know if anything really completely got me where I'm like, oh, I have to right. continue to listen to this kind of thing. But I really enjoyed what I was listening to when I was doing it. And the driving guitars really got me as something different as well, where you could tell that that was everything that they were putting everything into. You know what I mean? I got you. To me, see, to you, it was more the driving guitars. To me, I really enjoyed their vocal style. I don't know what it was, but I really enjoyed the screamer's voice. Mm-hmm. And if anyone wants, you know, let's say you don't want to hear the whole album for whatever reason, which we recommend you do. Yes. I definitely recommend you hear the title track, Carmageddon. Right. To I was me, just about to play that. That's probably the best song on the album. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, great album. Everyone check it out, and I'm sure you will after you're hearing this track. Here we go. Carmageddon. So that's just a taste of the more unclean vocals, but there's also clean vocals in there as well. A pretty good balance, I would say, right? For sure. But I liked it. I liked this whole thing. I just wasn't sure that everything grabbed me enough. But as a intro album, I will definitely be looking for their new stuff. And if you're a big fan of guitar work, especially, I really do think, at least for me, barely anything else besides the vocals stood out 
besides the guitars themselves. So if you like this kind of metalcore where it's very guitar driven, I think this is a good album for you to give a listen to. Yep, I agree. So that's Malcolm Rivers with Carmageddon. So this is where I have a little bit of trouble. All right. Okay. I don't really like making fun of smaller bands. <laughs> Just do it, Ian. No, we're well, sleepy. It's late night. <laughs> Just take all of your anger out and just roast a little band. Fuck it. Just let them have it. If you feel it, say it. Do it. I double jog a dribble dare you. Wow. What was that? <laughs> Don't worry about it, Ian. Just, just let them have it. I want to hear. And by the way, I have no idea who you're about to make fun of. Well, you should. <laughs> you should, actually. We're going to be I talking think, about. Oh, go I ahead. I think you're going to talk about Ocean Sleeper. Yes, I am. Okay. Yes, okay. Am. I'm good then. So it's Ocean Sleeper. The EP is called Six Feet Down. They are unsigned. They are a band from Australia. They're a metalcore, post-hardcore. It's a six-track EP where the first track is a lead-in track. So I don't understand that, for one. But here's the tough part, man. I have no problem making fun of, like, no, it's sad. Just do it. (laughs) It's not not something that I want to do. It's just this is the definition of... Cookie cutter. Well, color by numbers. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. I just can't. It's nothing new here. It's just like fade into the shadows type band. And it sucks to say that because I was expecting so much more from them. I hope that they learn a lot from this EP. But it's really, really not good. It's so basic. Like one of the most, yeah, one of the most basic metalcore things I've heard. And look, as soon as you hear them, you're going to go, oh, they're ripping off the Amity Affliction. And not just because they're Australian, but because the whole thing is just ripping off the Amity Affliction, but not as well. And we already get on the case of the Amity Affliction for being too formulaic. So what do you think we're going to say about a band that's not even doing it right? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the way you I think about it. You couldn't put it any better. Thank you, sir. They have lyrics like, I will tear these walls down brick by brick. <laughs> it's just Ooh, like, motherfucker. that man. one. It sucks. And I want them to do well. And I really hope that this is a story of one of those bands where they put out an EP or they put out that first record that shows people that they're there, but then they completely switch their sound for the next yeah, up. Yeah, that's and- asking a lot. True, but it's <laughs> happened in the past. People have gone back. Yep. They're like, we really don't like that first EP. We were just trying to get on the scene, and then we were able to make what we want. And that's what I'm hoping for this band. So why don't we play a little bit of Six Feet Down? I don't even remember. This is how much I don't even care about this. I don't. <laughs> I think I might have said Six Feet Under is the name of the EP. I might have said it. The name of the EP is Six Feet Down, just so you know. So here's I didn't the, even notice if you yeah. said it wrong. So. Right, exactly. Well, here's the title track, all right?
I wish everyone could see your face as this <laughs> track is playing. I really I was do. dancing around with my tongue out, like just going. <laughs> this is the thing that I think would be a shame is if people don't know this scene and don't know the music and we're playing little clips of tracks so that you know what's different in a band, for anyone to say to us like, oh, that just sounds like the stuff you normally listen to, I'd be annoyed because if you couldn't tell right there that the guitars were very generic, that you were just waiting for those clean vocals to come in, and even then, I didn't really hear a range in those vocals either. No. And the lyrics, if you listen to them, are just terrible. Slipping through the cracks, six feet down. Slipping through the cracks, six feet down. And then that's just, <laughs> I don't want to be so mean to them. It's just very difficult when there's so many good bands. And then you see a band put out something like this when I'm hoping that they're more talented than that. I understand you're trying to be nice and you're doing <laughs> somewhat good at it. Somewhat, Okay. <laughs> You're okay, and they are unsigned, by the way, so that also is a little sign saying, like, you know, maybe not a record label wants to mess with that same generic sound, because you know when you're a label, you want something new, Sure. and that's not what you get from Ocean Sleeper. The only thing I can say is, I hope they get better. Yeah, uh, let's I mean, just leave it at that, then. It's not awful. It's just, this. It's it's nothing new. It's the same shit. That, you know, no one needs to go their life without hearing. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I never heard of this band, I wouldn't care. Exactly. So, I mean, that speaks for itself right there. You don't even have to even go into details. Right. So, anyways, okay. Maybe we spend too much time on that. Ocean <laughs> Sleeper, Six hey, Feet Down. Hey, called Ian Hates, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's all about <laughs> stuff we love. So, it's just True. like this is not one of those things. So I gotcha. I hope that they show the talent in their next thing. Okay. With fists high. That's this right. This is our scene. We declare <laughs> Ocean Sleeper a band in progress. There you Moving go. On. Yeah, that's good. Band in progress. I like that. <laughs> All right. Next one. Now, this is the one for me. This was my favorite. I agree. So this is From Inside, the New Era EP. It's five tracks with no intro tracks. So thank you for that. <laughs> they are unsigned. Thank you. And you know what else? You know what makes them great as well? What, Ian? They're from fucking Liverpool, baby. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe I don't have to hear the EP again anymore then. You'll never walk alone. (laughs) So I really enjoyed this. I thought this was a great intro EP where you can hear influences from different bands. You can hear a little Bring Me the Horizon on a couple of the tracks with their kind of like epic different ways that they're trying to add in some of the programming and everything like you can hear a little bring me the rise you can hear a little lincoln park they're very what they reminded me of is like a possibly heavier siler maybe okay yeah See some of that because there's a dual vocals but then they've got that kind of lincoln park dual feel to them as well but i just really mm-hmm. thought they did a great job with this whole entire ep i was i was very impressed yeah same here and I also have never heard of this band Mm -hmm. before I saw that they were on the reviewing block. I'm sure I've said this many times whenever I find new music that I like, but this is why, this is one of the reasons I love being on the show. Yeah. It's when you find stuff like this, because I can guarantee you I would have never heard this band or this EP or anything like that if it wasn't for the show. Same here. So please, if you're listening, check out the new Era EP by From Inside. 
because it is so strong. Every single track is one that you can go your life having to hear. <laughs> that's a good that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and we didn't even mention. So I would say they're metalcore, post hardcore, electronic core yeah. type band. You mold all those together. Why don't we take a listen? I was a big fan of two sides of me. Okay. So why don't we take a listen to that? And that's even one of their quote unquote softer songs. Right. But it's really good. I mean, yeah. it shows a lot of talent. You know, it's one of the many things. How do you say? One of the many um, sides that they can show off in this EP. Because like every song is a totally different track. You know what I mean? <laughs> I agree. I hear a little Yashin in there as well. I can see it. Yep. See, that's the difference between a band like Ocean Sleeper and From Inside is you can play that and hear automatically that there's a big difference in what they're doing. And even using... Yeah, more genuine, more unique, even though they're following some influences for sure. So make sure that you check out this EP and listen through it because I think it'll be worth your time for sure. Yep. So yeah, I think that brings it to a close. It's From Inside, the New Era EP, and they are unsigned, and they're from one of the greatest cities in all the world, Liverpool. Just there, you should listen to it. Fuck you. Fuck you. So that brings that segment to an end. But we do have some announcements for next week. And it looks like we've got a lot again. Stacked lineup this time. So let's start right away, too, with another Liverpool band. Oh, fuck me. Worcester, W-S-T-R, is from Actually, Liverpool. Actually, the one I'm l- most looking forward to, by the way. Really? Oh, no, I'm looking Even forward to a couple from of Liverpool. <laughs> well, they have Red, Green, or In Between coming out on No Sleep Records. As It Is, with OK, comes out on Fearless Records. I'm super stoked for that as well. AFI, self-titled comes out on Conquer Records. And then also, we've talked about this for a long time now, Palisades, their self-titled, comes out on Rise Records. And lastly, another band that I'm extremely excited about. This is probably the one that I'm most excited about besides Palisades because I've been a fan for so long. But Mm -hmm. Vesta Collide is coming out with new obsession on Stay Sick Recordings. I've been waiting and waiting after hearing those singles to get (laughs) the full album and really dive into it. So very excited for that. And you can see them out on tour, like I mentioned already, too. Really looking forward to all of them. It's going to be a good review session next week. Yeah, I have a feeling we're going to have a good review session. (laughs) That's for sure. I mean, because if you think about it, every single one of these albums has two to three singles out. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've given a bad review for any of them. No, I don't think so either. So yeah, something to look forward to. So, all right, Jackson, that brings an end to our favorite segment. Yay. If you think we're going to kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take your self-righteous pose and wannabe writer candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, Jeremy! Shove it up your ass! So review that, Einstein! Einstein! Wow, what an impression. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jackson, before we go into breakdown from the past, we do have a listener question. The question comes from Chris, and he asks us if we were a WWE superstar. So, for anyone that doesn't know what that is, a pro wrestler, (laughs) what would your two ring entrances be? So, for people that also don't know, when you walk down to the ring, you get an awesome track to kind of hype people up or to scare people, whatever it happens to be. So, Jackson... What would your two ring entrances be? Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen Fuck and yeah. Pull Me Out by This Wildlife. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that was a great list, except for This Wildlife. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> my legitimate two walkout songs, I don't know why they're not even that, I, I want to say hardcore bass or nothing like that, like you'd think, but these j- songs just get me so pumped up. I'm going to have to say Trophy Wife by Famous Last Words off of their recent release of The Incubus. The beginning of that song is sick. All right, man, I can see that. Thank you, thank you. I knew you were going to enjoy that one. Absolutely. And then my second one, and I was a little iffy about this one, but man, I used to play this shit before my games in high school, my soccer games. Oh man, I'm going to have to go <laughs> with Bloodline by Crown the Empire off of the Resistance album. Good choices, man. What I also like is we went in opposite directions, I think, on our reasonings. Yeah, because you've got two that are like cool, crunchy, like in your face, kind of that's your intro song kind of thing. I went more lyrically driven with mine. Yeah, so this is... (laughs) Like Randy Orton type shit where you just hear the words and it's like, oh shit, that's Ian. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. Exactly. I went for more of like a Seth Rollins walkout. Yes. Like when you hear the drop, it's like, oh shit. Exactly. So I like that. I do like that for sure. For my first one, I went from first to last, Ride the Wings of Pestilence from Dear of Diary. Course. I went with the crazy, <laughs> like, I'm going to literally kill you kind of thing. <laughs> and then maybe even do that before you get to the ring. I'm a crazy person type thing. So my whole thing would be to get to the chorus line. Yes. 
that song gets me jacked up right now. So, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I'm ready to go to the ring as it is. <laughs> so next track, and I was actually when I was thinking about this, I thought you might have also chosen one of these mm. tracks too, because I kind of have a tie from the same band, but I'm only gonna play one of them. Okay, hit me. Oh shit, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the truth. God made me in his image. Who the fuck made you? You want my voice from me? You can have it. Just know I sound like this because the devil has my throat. I make your insides shift. That is my gift, the sea parts, and then comes the flood. And men have died to make this. You can't imitate shit. The talent I have, I paid for in blood. I can tell you about things you'll die never having known. And I can take you places you could never, ever go. And I've been there, so just know that death comes slow and life goes fast before you know it. It's through with your ass. Bitch, I am the powers that be. I am Christ crucified on the tea. See, come on now. Ian, I'm not kidding you. Yeah. No more than about 30 minutes before we started the show, I was listening to that song. Were you really? So when I heard it, I was like, oh, shit. I'm not kidding. I was just hearing that before the show started. No, I think that's a great lead in because it says ladies and gentlemen as well. And then just goes through how it's just going to destroy you. Like you're nothing to me. I could see it with like the lights just flashing on and off in the arena. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's good. So then I also was kind of thinking as well if I was in some kind of a group like a DX mm. or the Wyatt family or something like that. Kill Em All by King A10 okay. is great yep. as well. So I don't even think I mentioned for anyone that doesn't know that was King A10 with Alpha and Omega. But then also they have a previous album called Memoirs of a Murderer and that one's Kill Em All. And that's literally the song is Kill Em All. We're going to kill them all, and I got a bunch of people with me, and they have no problem killing you. Like, like, (laughs) they're going to kill them all. Yeah, it's fucking great. So, I I think think we had a little too much fun with this. It was a good, well, well, who hasn't thought about it? We watch wrestling every week. So, like, when this question was asked, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) We probably already had fucking answers in it. Yeah, it was really simple. Like, it was actually, there were too many good songs I've already thought about. So, I had to limit it. But then also, I have an honorable mention. For what it is to burn by Finch as well. Just for that awesome lead in. You know kind of like what you were talking about. So thank you very much Chris. That was a lot of fun. Remember people if you've got interesting questions like that. You can always email me. IanHates at gmail.com Boom. Very good question Chris. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Time for a breakdown from the past. What you got? What you got? What you got? All right, Mr. Ian Hates. I have one, and I don't... Uh, I... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what is it, Jackson? I don't know if we've said it before. Motherfucker. I, was, I, I feel like this might be a bad breakdown from the past. If it is, I apologize. I haven't had too much time to think about it. It's been a rough couple days, but... It's understandable. But my breakdown from the past band 
is the band Slaves. Yeah, that's a bad one. But, I knew it. But you want to know why it's a bad one? Why, Mr. Ian Hates? Because they have brand new music coming out this week. Or I next. They broke up. Didn't we talk about them breaking no, up but, like not too long but ago? But we also talked about them getting back together. Are you sure? <laughs> Absolutely. And I believe they have brand new music coming out by the time this comes out or next week. So the Dead Rabbits have a new track and so do Slaves. See, I knew the Dead Rabbits. I did not know Slaves. We talked about it? We talked about them getting back together while we did not talk about them having new music. I just saw that today or the day before that Johnny Craig had a brand new track that he was teasing. So it's okay. Look, we already have gone longer than we thought we were going to. So we can just (laughs) chalk this up again to you fucking up breakdown from the past. It's fine. Wait, 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 wait. Is this a good one? Because I have another band in the back of my head that I just thought of right now. Sure. Alexis on fire. We already did a whole episode, did that? <laughs> yep, I'm out. It's all right, buddy. I, you've had a long week. You've had a long week. I won't <laughs> hold it against you. I mean, the other people listening might, but I can't hold it against you. That's okay. I understand. I deserve it. Let me get my shit together. I did have a good run, though, of breakdown from the past. I will toot my own horn there. Yeah, you had some okay ones. No, Ian, <laughs> I had a great run. <laughs> all right. Well, we will go on to my Pick breakdown the from the pieces. past. Yes, it's fine. So have you heard of a band called A Smile from the Trenches? No, but they sound happy and sad at the same time. Exactly. And that's exactly <laughs> what they're going for. Oh shit. So they had a self-titled EP in 2007. Then they had a almost full length, so it's pretty much still an EP, called Leave the Gambling for Vegas in 2009. And then another EP in 2012 called Caught Stealing. And then they kind of disbanded. Though they mentioned they might be making new music at some point. I don't know. But it really seems like they disbanded because they did one more track called Thank You. Featuring a Mr. Ronnie Radke. Oh, okay. And the reason why I brought that up as something is because they sound very, very similar to Escape the Fate. Like early Escape the Fate. I'm probably going to like it then because yeah. I love early Escape the yeah, Fate. Yeah, this, this whole band is early Escape the Fate. Okay, that's really cool. So let's play the title track from Leave the Gambling for Vegas. All right? Let's do it. So I think something interesting about that track, it's almost like, so they're making kind of fun of the scene a little bit at sometimes, mm-hmm. I think anyways. It almost seems like every lyric in that song is either a band's name 
or a <laughs> song. You know how uh, so many bands in the scene, at least at that time especially, would do those long-ass song titles that didn't mean anything to what the I song was? I think this whole song is all of that put together, <laughs> and that's why they're so cliche in this What's track. What's the song called again? It's called Leave the Gambling for Vegas. Okay. It is downloaded. So I'm going to try <laughs> another track. Now, also, they got kind of famous for doing two covers, which often happens. They did Hot and Cold by Katy Perry, and they did Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. I'm going to play something from that Caught Stealing EP. Do it, that do I it, talked do about. it. Play Scars from Our Past. You love that, don't you? Yeah, that that one even <laughs> sounded more Escape the Fate-esque than the other song. And it's like, it just gives you that nostalgic feeling of how the scene used to sound, of how our scene, because this is sure. our scene. Well, that's right. Used to sound back then. And it's so, so refreshing. In a way, yeah. I'm sure back then people were like, oh, it's another Escape the Fate ripoff and stuff. <laughs> but yeah. like, look, they don't have the range that Ronnie had, right. you know, for sure. But that's still a damn fun band to take a listen to. And that's why we do the show. And that's why we do the segment. So, yep. A Smile from the Trenches. Check out their stuff. It's worth a listen. I had a lot of fun listening to it. So, I think you guys will too. Especially if you like that kind of style. I'm sure a lot of people are going to hear that track. And they're going to be like, oh shit, Ian, you done did it again. Did it again. Talk about <laughs> being on a roll. Alright. Okay, fuck off. I'm <laughs> Alright, Jackson. Well, I think that brings this all to an end so i think it's time to close out the show let's do it so one quick announcement before we end things actually two so first things first we have a new ian hates conversation edition coming up soon it's going to be with al bolts from the band ascent like wolves Unfortunately, they had an amazing album that fell through the cracks in 2016. It's called Frigid Futures. It is such a fucking good album. I had to talk to them right away. So I got an awesome conversation with Al. Goes through all the touring that they were recently doing, as well as information on Frigid Future and everything else in between. So that was a lot of fun. So that will be out soon. And then also, I had mentioned this on the description 
of the anniversary show, part two. And I had said, listen to that episode because I'm going to be asking a trivia question because there's going to be a prize involved. So that trivia question is, what is the one band and person from said band that I did not mention in the list of everyone who came on Ian Hates Music in 2016 and did a conversation edition? What was the one band that I did not mention? I, I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> well, and now I'm on the show. <laughs> we'll have to see if the listeners can because there will be a prize involved. So check that out and let me know that was done on purpose so that I can do this. But we'll. Was it now? Yes. That wasn't this a isn't mistake. An Ian cover up? Yeah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. There you go. We'll have more on this in the future. We are getting merchandise and everything. But I wanted to thank you, Jackson, for doing the show tonight. Thank you, Ian. I also want to thank all of you haters out there for continuing to listen. And if you want to support Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies, all the links are in the description of this episode. We are continuing our other contests because the merch is not in yet. We are continuing the other contests that if you could go to iTunes, if you enjoy the show rate the show five stars and leave a comment. We will read it on the air, you know, within reason, and we will pick our favorite one later on. And it really, really does help out the show. I think that does it for me. Jackson, do you have any final words for everyone? Thank you everyone for listening. Um, It really is an honor being on this show and being able to talk about my favorite shit and that's music and our scene. You know, it's it really is a pleasure. And thank you, everyone, for listening again. And Chris, thank you again for that question. It was a really good one. Um, I hope Chris is one of the ones that maybe starts the trend going. Everyone start asking questions. We will get to them. Just keep listening, guys. Let's make it a really good 2017. We got a lot coming. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. You're the rose in